This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. I'm so sick and tired. May I just say, even though we're like 35 medals ahead of the rest of the world, or just the second place country in the rest of the world, we're like, I don't know, 800 ahead of everybody else. But I'm tired of the cheaters at the Olympics, and it's got to stop. Okay? First, it was the Soviet Union and their Eastern Bloc judges cheating all the time, referees, etc., now it's these, uh, it's these women running a 400-meter race and diving at the end across the finish line. I thought a race was to finish on your feet. That's what I thought, but uh, apparently not. Anyway, uh, Allison, win. Allison Phoenix, Allison Felix, uh, who had the gold. I mean, she was, she was behind for a lot of the race, and then she caught her competitor, she was, uh, who was from the Bahamas. I don't remember her name. Uh, but she caught her at the end and was just passing her. And the Bahamian dove <laughs> literally splayed out on the ground to, oh, to get her across this. Oh, at yeah. that speed, that's really good. Yeah, that tore and up. She so. And she won. And she won. You know, they always say that. That's uh, second. They always say running to first base. I remember this a million times because I was a head first slider back in the day when I played <laughs> baseball. Yeah. And you'd always hear, well, it's actually run through slower. it. Run through it. Out to run first through base. it. That's Don't what die. we always used to hear in baseball. Yeah, they always said that. And I, I wonder, I've always, it never feels like it's I true. Know. But I know. And mean, it's I, not. It turns out, do we have the not. photo? Look at the photo. It isn't true. Because she dove oh, yeah, there you go. and uh, beat her. I mean, they were, they were right together. And Felix had the momentum and she was winning. And then the Bahamian took it from her. Cheater. It doesn't seem like cheating. It, seems it like doesn't seem rules. like cheating at all. No, they, Thank you. It seems like commentators were saying, you know, whatever you need to c- cross the finish line right. is pretty much acceptable. Okay, a Maserati. Well, except for that. Okay. <laughs> you could use a, a Ford Fusion. Okay. But not a Maserati. No, nah, it's too expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say it's a, uh, that's interesting. I, 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 yeah, it is I, interesting. I bet you there will be articles written of like, actually, if she will. had just ra- ran, she would have been fi- she would have finished even further ahead. Because they always say that. They've always said, run through the base Mm -hmm. that's faster every time than diving. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to do uh, one of those sports science things for me, ESPN, on it or whatever. But uh, it's it's been kind of interesting because I've been showing my son, who's 18 now and super interested in all this stuff. But uh, he's, you know, he wasn't. While he's been alive, there's been no Cold War. So there's been no big Soviet an bloc. And right? he had voting age. He said 18? Yeah, he just had 18. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. People who are of voting age never dealt with never dealt communism, with the Cold War, anything. Nope. They, so they don't know the big Russian bear, the big 
evil empire, all of that stuff. And it was really prevalent during the Olympics. There was amazing bias. And we got burned by it all the time. Now, others would probably say, and the America, America haters like uh, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson would probably say that uh, we had the same problem for Western judges. Do I? But I don't. I don't think that's true. And by the way, you can see my response to Tyson deGrasse Philippi or whatever his name is. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, Thank you put you, one yes. on Facebook. I did put one up on Facebook. Uh, oh, man, so, I didn't see that. Yeah, I want to. I want to check it out it. on Facebook. I mean, can't you just scream it on the show? I could probably, yeah, if we put it. Well, up. that's what I really like. Yeah. I, I like because I mean, I it's one thing it. to read Pat Gray; it's another thing to right. hear Pat Gray scream something. <laughs> I know? could definitely scream it. It's like uh, you know, the, there are books <clears throat> written about Star Wars. True. And then there's Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> you know, and there's a big difference. <laughs> there is. There's a big difference. <laughs> but I showed I showed my son the 1972 Olympic basketball game. Where they beat us for the first <laughs> right, for the like first nine, time supposedly right uh, you know we we win the game it's over and then the ref pushes everybody off the floor and says no 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 put three seconds back on the clock doesn't really even explain it they don't even know what happened gives the ball back to the Russians they inbound the pass they uh, get stopped by us again we get the rebound game over we start celebrating no 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 stop he pushes everybody off the court again gives the ball back to the Russians. Put three seconds back on the clock. They do it again until finally gets the ball right underneath, drops it in. Now the Soviets have won. Now the game's over. So uh, if I, I mean, remember correctly, unbelievable. I think our team rejected the silver medal. Uh, do I have that correct? I think I think we said, no, thank you. We won the gold and we're not accepting silver. But a, a really classy move if that's what happened. I, I can't remember for sure. So I was just we've been cheated a, a, a multitude of times. And then again, last night on the gymnastics, uh, I really thought the judging was pretty poor. Um, our, our girls, I mean, I don't know. You don't care about it. <laughs> well, I, I, I know, but I you, saw like the, you, see the look of, you saw the look of uh, the other competitors on the sideline in dismay yeah. at some of the points. like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, it I was a weird night. It's a, we- it's a weird I mean, night. It's a tough sport. I mean, I, you know, look, the gymnastics thing, like, unlike track and so field, subjective. which is measurable. Right. And I, That's the, true. The gymnastics is really tough for me to get into because I, it, it's like, it's like watching someone talk about art. And they'll say, like, oh, this is an amazing uh, statement on, and you're like, wait a minute, that looks like a, a square to me. I, I don't understand. That's how I feel watching it. Like, I can, obviously, you can understand when they fall. But the fine points of the technical performance, I don't see any difference between the, any of them. Yeah. You know, so then at the end, you're just like, That's because okay. you don't watch it enough. I propose that if you would watch it more, you would start to appreciate well, the I, technical differences. That's like, that's like the argument for alcohol. Well, it's an acquired taste. Well, that means it tastes bad. Okay? <laughs> that's what that means. Is it means it's not, it's not a good tasting thing. If you have to acquire a taste, that means yeah. it sucks. Yeah. And you're forcing yourself to do it for some reason. And that's... Uh, that's yeah. the same situation with gymnastics. Okay. Yes, I'm not trying to acquire that taste. All right. Um, two things. Yes. Uh, yes, the U.S. players, uh, they did not accept uh, silver. the silver medals. That's what I thought. Now, they didn't attend the medal ceremony. Wow, that is a class act move. I just, I love that. And others probably look at the poor sportsmanship, but they won the freaking gold twice in the same game. Right. And then the third time, they happened to just get a lucky shot, and it's over, and now the Soviets win. It was, I mean, that was a travesty. So what was the other thing? Uh, this from the New York Times, the anatomy of a dive across the finish line. Okay. If Felix had leaned at the line, it might have made a difference. If Miller had run through the line herself, she still might have won. 
The research mm-hmm. is clear. Once you leave your feet, you start nah. decelerating faster than if you keep striding and Sorry. pushing off. I, it's already happened. Yeah. It has already, already happened. happened. Already happened. And I don't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe it. This research she, is clear. That's nonsense. She <laughs> dove across that finish line and there was nothing Felix could do. There was nothing she could do. I, I mean, look at that. Her hands are already across the line while her body is starting to lean forward. But she's decelerating already. Yeah, but, yeah, but she's already across the line. It doesn't matter. Once she hit the ground, I guarantee she decelerated. Yeah, no doubt. A lot. Uh, but she'd already won, won the race, so it's who cares? Am- it's amazing, and they say it every time. They always say it, and, and they've I- said it since we were six years old in baseball. And it's yeah. not like there's an agenda behind it, right? Like I know, I'm sure right. the science actually does say it, but it just seems so yeah. inherently backwards. It does. Um, you know, it And sure obviously, does. like in baseball, you're going for a specific thing, right? Like it's – you're – very, you mm-hmm. might be, and this just happened with the Blue Jays uh, a couple weeks ago. A guy dove for a base. He was out. He was out. The throw beat him by him. Uh, it was Kevin Pillar, their center fielder, and he went. He dove for a base. Clearly, the the throw beat him. But he was able to kind of put his one hand down. The guy went for this hand, and he pushed the other hand around this side and got the back of the base and was safe. It was an amazing slide, and you can't do that. Really running through it, running through it. I mean, you know, now, was just, that at first or was it, was it a third? third? I think. Yeah, because um, they, re- yeah, they but rarely it, dive for first. Right, but that's what I mean. Because like, they always believe the old wives' tale that it's faster to run through the base. I, well, I mean, I think I <laughs> doubt it's a wives' tale, but I mean, I, I, it's one of those things that like. And the reason you can't do it at second or third is because you should be out. Past it, but like, but that's my point was. You, if you're going into first and you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, if it's not a force play, like you're returning to first, you know, because there's been an out, you know, the, obviously there's multiple ways that this can happen. Like you're diving back even from uh, someone, a pickoff throw. Right. Diving back in makes sense, obviously, because you can, you might be able to manipulate your hands. Running through a base, though, it makes no difference. So, like, it's just getting to that base anywhere first. It's not, you're not avoiding a tag. So, right. the, and obviously you don't have to stop. Yeah. So they always say run through it, but man, it does. It just feels. It, does, it like, feels it's antithetical. <laughs> I, I, let me ask you I'm this. I'm willing to admit that I, that like there might sometimes be I'm wrong when I have feelings, which is why we have data, <laughs> right. right? It's why we have oh, these I'm not, studies. I'm not willing to admit that. Not but you case. go ahead. You, 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 you would do ahead. it in some cases, just not this case. Um, right. The research is clear. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Uh, why don't you run through home plate then? Why do they? Why do they slide so much into home plate? Oh, right. You so can they, run through it. Well, this so, year, most of the time it's always a tag. Right? Yeah, you're it's trying to play. avoid the tag. You're most of the, the time, but there most are force plays, and I guess on force plays you shouldn't. Yeah, right. In right? theory, you should run through it. You, you, in theory, you should. Like if the catcher is standing there, and he's got his mitt toward, let's say the shortstop, yeah. so he's out of the way of the yeah. base. Mm-hmm. But he's got his foot on the front of the plate. Yeah, you ram into him. And you don't have to ram into him. The theory would be, then, that you would run through home plate rather than slide. But I never see anybody do that. No, they never do. They always slide. I I think it certainly, in your head, head. feels like you're faster. Because I don't know. I guess your head is getting close. I I don't know. But I mean, I I don't know. I I just, it does feel like that. It does feel like that. But I mean, every every piece of research seems to point to the idea you know. run through it. It's so I weird, know. and we've heard it our whole lives. Yeah. So maybe it's true. I don't know. No. Uh, on to uh, fun things like Donald Trump, though. Because <laughs> guy, <laughs> oh, man, right? Right. Are you with me on that? Right. Oh boy, Trump. 
You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> he's still he's still in the race. Yeah, he is, uh, uh, and he's up six in, in Texas. We just found that out. Six, six points. Full point. I mean, you're not talking like five point six, are you? Uh, no. You're talking like six full points, like a forty-eight to forty-two sort of. Situation. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was it was fifty to forty-four in a two-person race, and forty-four thirty-eight in a four-person race. Okay. Um, now I. Look, have there been candidates in in past elections that are Republican that have performed better in Texas? The answer to that is yes, but barely. <laughs> um, uh, for example, Mitt Romney only won the state by 16. Wow. But there's see. a six in that number, for example. Yes. Um, which is, is be a one important. in front of the six, and that changes things a little bit. But, but we're talking about one point difference. Right. Well, what? Not ex- it doesn't work exactly like that, but I see where you're going. I... My Trump math says it does. Uh, John McCain, a terrible candidate, terrible. Uh, not Texas friendly at all, against no. a historic candidate uh, in 2008 with Barack Obama uh, in a runaway election for uh, Democrats. Um, and John McCain still won by 12 in that, wow, in that election. Wow, did he really? Now, 2004, you might uh, that was George W. Bush, of course. So he won by 23. Uh, in 2000... Uh, Bush again against Al Gore, and he won by 22. Of course, he was Texan, so it's a little yeah, unfair. A little bit unfair, but let's go to Bob Dole. Okay. Bob Dole uh, won by five. Now, that was with a third party candidate, Ross Perot, who got 7% oh. in Texas. Um, and, and that was in so 1996. So you add those two together, 12 points. I mean, that's still. Kind of around that's where about, it's been, yeah, right? Yeah. 1992, George Bush won by only three points. However, Ross Perot got 22%. Yeah, that, yeah. But still, Bush still held on. Um, now, Gary you, Johnson's only getting 6%. It shows you how Bill Clinton got elected, though, in 92. Without Ross Perot, we, we, we don't have a Bill Clinton pre- presidency. In, in 92. In 96, he would have won anyway. Yeah, I don't know about that. I Maybe. I mean, probably nobody got, knew the guy. Nobody knew him. In '92 was, and I'm saying '96. Yeah, in '96, Clinton would have. But won. nobody knew him in '92, so why would they know him better in '96? Oh no, I'm, I'm saying the way it played out. So if 1992 we leave alone, but if 1996, without because Pro ran twice. Oh yeah. Um, so oh, the yeah. second one he was not a factor. '92 he was a factor. Plus we just had a horrifically bad candidate in 96. I mean, yeah, of course, course, who was there? Who was in the bullpen waiting? Um, Bush wasn't ready yet. I mean, George W. Uh, hey, who ran I guess maybe you could have McCain. In ni- I, I don't even remember who was in the primary. Which I'll give you that real quick if you want. Uh, 1996 election. Uh, the Republican primary. Um, okay, here we go. Bob Dole. Yeah. Pat Buchanan. Oh, yeah. Steve Jeez. Forbes. Oh. Lamar Alexander. Oh. <laughs> Phil Graham, oh. Alan Keyes. Alan Keyes would have been probably at yeah. that time. Yeah, he's nuts. At but that, he, at the he time, he was nuts. He didn't seem nuts. But he at didn't the time. seem nuts. I don't at know the that time. he actually got more nuts, or if he, we just didn't know it yet. At right. that time, I think he was my original guy. Yeah, he, he was, was by he was far, an, by he was far a lot the most conservative guy. Yeah, yeah. For, I, I mean, Forbes uh, had a really good economic plan. Um, you know, flat yeah, tax. He would push hard for moderate. But you know, he wasn't as conservative as Keyes on a lot of things. Um, then also in the race, uh, Richard Luger, Bob Dorman, Arlen Specter. Arlen Specter. I didn't leave the Republican Party. The uh, Republican Party left me. I didn't leave this life. This life left me. <laughs> it's true. That's a true fact. It is true. <laughs> 
And then uh, no, I just didn't want to interrupt. You waited patiently. I did. That was I did. really good. Uh, was... Bob Dorman, a representative, and Maury Bob Taylor. Dorman. I'm trying to remember who the heck. Was he a congressman Dorman. who became a talk show host? Who I don't then... know if he became a talk He was from California. He was a representative. I don't know if Dorman he was a talk show host. Dorman seems like at least he filled in for Rush, I think. On, um, on Pete Wilson, governor <laughs> of uh, uh, California governor at all. California. At least uh, considered right? it for a while. Um, mm. So pop, the popular vote was... Uh, really bad choices there. Yeah, I mean... The only, I mean, the only reason, the only person who really had any push, I mean, Buchanan did, but it wasn't that election, was it? I thought that was, he, he actually had a better, he had 21% of the primary vote. Dole had 59. Uh, Forbes uh, had 11. Lamar Alexander, 3. Keys, 3. Yeah, I, I, there was a time when I considered Pat Buchanan fairly conservative. That yeah, that's time, had, that yeah, ship has sailed, man. Ship he's, sailed on that. I don't know what happened to him, but he's, yeah, he's very Trumpish. I mean, you can really, yeah, very. it's funny because into, I think it was, I think it was the MSNBC influence that changed him. Maybe like. I mean, in, in 2000, it's interesting. If you look back at that election, um, he was running for the reform party ticket uh, against one, uh, another candidate you might rep- oh, uh, recognize, right. uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. And they oh, had uh, a real battle. In fact, it's why Trump yeah. left the reform party because Pat Buchanan was too conservative. He was a crazy conservative. Um, and he didn't he didn't like his the, the outlandish statements he was making about immigrants <laughs> oh and things like that. If you go back gosh. and read it, it's like it's That's like right. a person talking about Trump the way he talked about Buchanan. Um, that but is. that was from the two thousand. I think it was two thousand, right? Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was reform yes, it because was. it was yes, Perot. It was, was nineteen ninety nine ish. Then he tried to re- create the reform party, mm-hmm. and he ran as the other ticket. Then yep. the two thousand one went. And it was to- going to be Trump and uh, uh, psycho from Minnesota uh, Jesse Ventura. They were going to be the uh, reform right. party ticket. They talked about that, Trump yeah. Ventura. And, uh, I mean, what a weird world when yeah. all of this stuff Same has happened. People. And now the guy is the Republican nominee. Oh, um, reform party uh, in 2000 uh, wound up giving to Pat Buchanan uh, with running mate Isola Foster. Remember Isola? Um, I don't. Terrific. Um, uh, and then... Uh, you had Green Party candidate, of course, 2000, Ralph Nader, which was a key in that election. I mean, remember in, in mm. Florida, though, that was an actual key one. Mm. Um, and then Harry Brown, who I think has passed away since he was a libertarian who ran that time, um, did not get a lot of attention. And then Howard Phillips for the Constitution Party. Uh, terrific. Another terrific uh, group of uh, candidates there. Terrific. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Look, we no. haven't. I mean, it's just not good ever, almost. Uh, I mean, this was the first time. In my lifetime, it's been, bless you, it's been really, really good and really solid during the primary season yeah. where we had multiple great choices, multiple, maybe the best choice of all time in my mind, Ted Cruz. Uh, and then you had, you know, the Rubies and we got over this a million times. You know who they are. But uh, usually we don't have that. Yeah. I mean, like I was in 2000, I was. I was fairly happy with George W. Bush as a candidate. I mean, I didn't think he was Reagan, but I thought he was pretty good. I, I, I was not. Yeah. Now you were. Were you in Texas I, at that time? No. Okay. I well, uh, by two thousand one, I was. Okay. But so was after, already, but after he was elected, yeah. like I, I mean, I like the idea of, uh, and also mm. I just really didn't like Al Gore. So um, right. coming out of the Clinton administration, I did not mm-hmm. want Al Gore to be our freaking president. And thank God he wasn't. I mean, we talked talked oh, about this yeah. before, but remember, imagine if Al freaking Gore, the guy who sold his network to Cutter. Was president on 9-11? Can you imagine how that would have gone? Not well. Not well. Uh, not well at all. Um, so thank God. I mean, yeah. thank God we had somebody in there Literally. who was, um, uh, was not Al Gore. And I do. 
I, I do. Um, yeah. So I was, I, you know, the early years of Bush, and, and he campaigned many times as a conservative. Some of the stuff he used to say was really... Well, he was a compassionate conservative. Right. And when he was talking that language, you know, he, he was a, less of a stumbler. When yeah. he was coming out and talking about he did do the compassionate conservative thing, and that was bad. Mm-hmm. But he, he also, I mean, you go back and look at some of his comments on global warming from that era, when he was running, um, things like that, energy, um, the economy. I mean, he sounds like a legitimate conservative and he was, was much yeah. more confident. When he tried to be all like, I liked oh, him well, a heck of a lot better, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I liked him quite a bit, especially yeah, I was, after the election. I liked him more than before. And also, you got to remember that election was essentially uh, two thousand three or four ish. If you remember that too, that, that election was essentially Bush versus McCain, and I did not want McCain at no, all. No, I didn't either. So that wound up being a little bit um, yeah. of the reason maybe you liked Bush a little bit more. Between McCain and Gore, it was comparative. I've told myself, and this is one of the things that you know you may or may not like about this show, but we made this promise on the air, sitting right over here to our left, where our stu- set used to be for the radio show. Uh, we made a promise that we're not going to do that again. I'm not making. I'm really? not doing this. Well, this guy's slightly better than this guy, so and apparently I'm support people him. didn't believe us. Yeah, apparently not. Uh, they all but. cheered it at the time. Yeah, they did. Um, but uh, I think the people on this show actually did believe it and and, and respect that, mm-hmm. uh, given the fact that they voted Donald Trump into the Tushin Hall of Fame at a level record level of 99. percent um, So I think that there's a, a good argument to be made there. But I mean, I I, I I'm, I'm serious about it. Yeah. I'm done. I am too. done. I was looking at the ballot, the sample ballot the other day. I am not even I'm not even voting down the ticket for these Did you people. see a Texas I'm done with uh, ball. a Texas sample? Yeah. And there's how many candidates? Four? For president? Four. Yeah. Four. Yep. Johnson, Stein, and then Johnson and Stein are the only alternatives. Only alternatives Golly, on the ballot. Lead is that? Suck. Now McMullen's going to try to get on the ballot. What does it look like but... for uh, write-in? Is there any place? Um, I did not see the write-in. Now they have to register to be a write-in, um, or the vote does not count. Um, someone wrote to me at one point on Twitter and said, "Hey, the whole gonna, ballot, the whole ballot doesn't count." I don't, I don't think that's that true. Be right. I don't think that's true because you can leave it blank and vote for everything else, and it still counts. Why wouldn't it if you wrote somebody in? That yeah, make it, I don't. Think doesn't make true. sense to me. Um, but I think it's people trying to say, "Don't I, like, write in." There was an article on Red State um, and it, that did indicate that sort of. It wasn't very clear and had no I links to anything. I don't see how that's constitutional. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't it think it's true. doesn't make any sense at all. I, I actually don't think it's true after reading about it. It might be true in certain states, though. I mean, you should definitely check. Well, I'm going to call. If I'm going to call the election just, place. Right, if you're just going to write in Ted Cruz because you're like, well, I don't care. I think that's my um, only option right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if Evan McMullen's on the ballot, I'll at least uh, consider I, it. I'd like to get him on I again. Would too. Maybe a Pat and Stu interview, maybe this week or yeah that'd week. be good um we can continue to talk about him i mean he you know he's not no one knows who he is yet uh, but again if he shows up on the ballot it would count for texas he would have to win a lawsuit to do and it. and we still haven't had my friend my sleepover friend farley anderson right i, so, I mean I, I, I need to get in touch with you've farley. given up on farley no because i haven't, you are I haven't not, totally i haven't totally he's uh, on if how, he's not on the ballot i'm not going to write him in well he's not going to be on the ballot here <laughs> you know so uh but. there's no chance of him being on the ballot here yeah okay uh, no, sadly that's not good I don't, unless the independent american party comes up with a lot of money to challenge a texas lawsuit i'm going to say probably not well they have over 17 dollars in their uh, war chest right now are you over sure about 17 dollars let me ask you this are you sure about that yes because i contributed 1650 of it oh, okay <laughs> Well, why did you do 50 cents? Why not just give the full 17? <laughs> I was uh, strapped that week. Okay. I was kind of strapped. No, I understand. Were you getting prepared? Uh, yes. Were you, were you buying like thousands of dollars of, of barley with bull weevils in it? Was that what your not problem anymore. was? Not anymore. No? No. no. I, I How did you solve that problem? once did that, but uh, now there's something better. Something so, so, so much better. My Patriot Supply. Mm. 
place where they make it easy to get prepared for any kind of eventuality, any kind of emergency. You don't have to worry about grinding wheat and cracking barley and all that stuff. You just have absolute dish, delicious food. You just reconstitute with water. It's awesome. Yeah, so if you got obviously the thousands of dollars you're spending, you just give it to my Patriot Supply, and they'll give you different kinds of food than your... Is that the way it... You just How many thousands do you need to... Uh, for like, let's say four well, weeks of food. You know, normally it would be many, many thousands, mm-hmm. but uh, you can get a four-week supply right now for $99. What a surprise that is. $99. Uh, well, that's shocking. Uh, by are, the way, the food is... Are you is, stunned? I you talk about it every day. I'm surprised that you're kind of... Yeah, I don't have a long-term memory. Okay. Uh, it's actually about 23 hours and 50 minutes, so every day you're before like the this fish, commercial. Uh, Dory, right? Is that true? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. My kids watch that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> food is delicious. Go. We know that. Uh, it lasts up to 25 years. You probably but how would I get it? You know? Well, that you don't know. Um, you gotta, you gotta, well, well, actually, you might know it if you see this sign back here. 888-411-5290. Okay. $99 for four weeks. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Preparewiththeblaze.com, in all seriousness, my Patriot Supply takes a lot of time to do this better than anybody else. They actually really do. care. They actually care. They want to get it right to make this e- an easy process for you and your family. Uh, they support this network, um, and they do a great job bringing, uh, you know, preparation needs to people who are either you know crazy people like pat who like mm-hmm. want more than a you know source in their worth. house mm-hmm. or you know just knock out the basics and get uh four weeks of food uh for 99 dollars. Awesome. they'll do all of it and they do it better than anybody and they have emergency pizza in which they still have not sent us by the way and that's why maybe you know what maybe we don't do these commercials for a while until they get emergency <laughs> pizza or maybe we do them okay uh prepare with the blaze.com <laughs> it's a good argument Go there right now. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Oh, this is interesting. (laughs) Uh, The Clinton campaign has quietly amended uh, their sexual assault message on their website. uh, Following the renewed allegations, I I think this was from um, Juanita Broderick, right? Mm -hmm. Juanita Broderick is uh, is sort of challenging the Clinton uh, uh, campaign on their rape feelings and the rape policy hillary said that you have a right to be believed uh which is not of course the uh way the u.s constitution i mean you have a right to be heard right. you have a right to have it investigated you have a right to trial you have a right to for the determination as to whether you should be believed or not however the accused has the right to be assumed innocent Mm-hmm. Until you've proven otherwise, yeah, but it's actually the reverse of her sta- her stance there. It, it really is. I mean, if it's anyone really the gets the benefit of the doubt, it's the rapist. Yeah, I mean, in all right. seriousness, the rapist right. is the one that's supposed to get the benefit of the doubt there Amen. when it comes to the legal process. I mean, it is innocent until proven guilty, and when you prove them guilty, I mean, that, what I think we all would say and and all agree on is that if a woman comes up with an accusation of rape, you take it seriously. You know, that is that is the standard. That could have been a good statement. You have the right to be taken seriously. Absolutely. 
And and I think that's until your, your case falls apart. Y- yes. Um, and you know if it, if it does if it doesn't fall apart, well then you go after uh, the 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 perpetrator with, with a full extent and force of the law. Which is exactly what happened with the Rolling Stones story. Everybody yep. took it seriously until we found out there was nothing to it mm-hmm. except a pack of lies. Yep. Here was the original statement from Hillary. I want to send a message to every survivor of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone silence your voice. You have a right to be heard, and you have a right to be believed. Oh. We're with you. Wow, okay. That is not a mm. uh, an off-the-cuff uh, town hall answer. No, right. That is a produced yeah. and written, carefully crafted statement on what she meant. Which is asinine. Yes. Did nobody in this campaign say... Hillary, right to be bo- yeah. uh, are you sure you want to say that in light of all the accusations against your husband? Seriously, can we talk about like, that look, for a minute? We know they're crazy, Hillary. But uh, the but accusations, the right to be believed. Yeah, I mean the right to be. You know, don't have anyone who have your voice be silenced. They're still good. That's still rough. That's yeah, completely she, acceptable she as a policy. Them. But she actually worked, and that's what Juanita Broderick is saying. Yeah. What's interesting about Broderick, by the way, is she voted for Barack Obama. This is not a hardcore conservative here. She also did not want this story to come out. She, uh, she, there were rumors about this have having happened um, uh, many years before, and the Paula Jones lawyers hired a, a private detective. The private detective went and found Broderick, and recorded her without her knowledge, and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. what happened? You know, we're, we want you to come forward." And she said, "You're never going to get to him. I don't want to be part of this. Um, I don't want to get. I don't want to relive it." That was her answer, not knowing mm-hmm. she was being recorded. Now, she, did, she specifically did not want to be involved in it at the time. She, the, then the lo- Jones lawyers, and at least the way I read this story recently, it's been a while since I went over this. I mean, obviously the story is very old. But the, it, reading um, a, a recent article in BuzzFeed, they presented it seemingly like the, the Jones lawyers really wanted Broderick to support their case. And she didn't want to do it, so they just threw her name in a court filing. So then it became public and everyone would chase her down. And that's kind of how we found out who Broderick was. She eventually finally agreed to an interview. They yeah. did the interview with her, held it for 35 days to fact check it, and then ran it up against the Grammys. Uh, so she was very frustrated. She's not a, 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 a an, uh, seemingly ideological political person. Um, and, you know, she, I mean, she claims she was raped. She's got details yeah, for it and everything. And we remember the interview from back in the day. She came off, I think, as believable. Now, people say about her, well, if you were raped, why did you go to your rapist's fundraiser uh, three weeks later or whatever, two or three weeks later? And she said uh, she felt somewhat guilty that she agreed to go she she was supposed to meet him and interview him or whatever yeah in like a in, in like a, a lobby, lobby. Mm-hmm. and he said hey uh there's too much press here can we go up to my my room do you mind do you mind if we just go up to my room and we, we do this away from the press there's too much press here it's going to be distracting she said okay they went up to his room and that's where he assaulted her so she felt somewhat responsible for being I guess naive enough to go up into the room with the president of the freaking United States of America. I know, um, and that's and that's the, uh, the well, he wasn't the he was the attorney. He wasn't. General he wasn't. Time. Yeah, this, this was time. before presidency. Um, um, attorney general, of but the, the guy who was going to become the president of the United States of America. So anyway, a couple weeks later, uh, she feeling guilty goes to this fundraiser and does her thing, and Hillary approaches her and grabs her hand and holds it. And says, 
you know we appreciate everything you're doing for the president, for us, right? Or not for the president, but for us. She's like, yeah, uh, thanks. And tries to pull away. And Hillary pulls her back and said something other, some other sort of uh, veiled, somewhat threatening line House of to cards -ish her. Yeah. sort of moment. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, it, and it, it, Juanita Broderick said it chilled her to the bone. And she realized who Hillary was at that moment. Yeah. So uh, it's... So and, and the, the story is interesting. If you have a moment to uh, go to BuzzFeed and check it out, uh, again, like, I, you know, we've talked about this, you know, probably a dozen times on the show. Uh, BuzzFeed is obviously best known for the 40 ways things not to say to your plumber. Um, but they have done more actual like nice journalism. Butt crack. Right. That's that, one of don't the say things. That. That's one of them. Don't say don't, that to your don't plumber. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> even though you might think it's a compliment, but yeah, right. It, it makes him feel self-conscious. It, it, it does. Con conscious <laughs> or her, by the way. I wish I don't want to be Whoa, sexist. Thank you. Um, uh, but the, BuzzFeed has done more journalism than probably every other uh, media company combined in this election. They, they've a, they've actually gone out. And they've found things that no one else could find. They've released stories. They've done in-depth reporting. They they have done legitimate, solid mm -hmm. journalism. Um, and that doesn't mean that every story I agree with, but they have actually put in the effort to find this stuff where many organizations haven't. Um, and, and again, like they're not a conservative organization. They obviously don't like Trump. But this is a, this is a tough thing to bring up right now. And their argument with, with Juanita Broderick is why exactly are we not revisiting her claims like we are with Bill Cosby, like we are with Roger Ailes, like we are with all of these other stories? We're all going back and looking at what these people used to do and looking at it with today's eyes. Um, and maybe we should be doing that with Clinton's uh, cases, including and maybe at the highest profile, Juanita Broderick, because it wasn't just uh, a consensual affair or abuse of power. It was rape i mean she, her words are rape she she believes he mm -hmm. raped her um and uh you know at the time it was sort of blown off but with the way that they're going after people like ailes and like uh cosby with these uh, accusations does it deserve new eyes and and uh, that's an interesting question you wouldn't expect from a media outlet uh, in the middle really of this election cycle um three months before yeah and certainly one clinton doesn't want to want to fight I will say this about the Clinton campaign and the difference between Clinton and Trump. If this happened with Trump, Trump would be on talking about it in front of the media every single day. Clinton hasn't said word one about it. She's going to let this uh, story die um, because she's not going to co continually bring it up where Trump would not be able to hold himself back. He'd be talking about it in front of audiences of 10,000 all the time about how the mean the media is to him about these stories. Now, look, and Clinton has allies in the media. We know that. And it was one of the part of the reasons why we warned against nominating someone like Donald Trump uh, to, to run against her. But, uh, you know, it doesn't help going out and just blabbering in front of crowds all the day about every little controversy the media brings up just allows them to write about it more. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a weird thing. It, it's not natural for Trump because he's always wanted more attention on everything he's done. Now he wants less and it's difficult for him to achieve that. We have another super creepy moment from uh, Vice President Joe Biden that I think you're going to enjoy coming up in a moment. Oh, I guess right now. Oh, no, there it is. There, there right it there. is. Look at that. Hmm. This is supposed to be a an awkwardly long. Yeah, he doesn't let uh, go. And the yeah. only reason it's awkwardly long to me is that she keeps patting him like, okay, all right, let go, let me go, let go. Okay, all righty, let's go. It's not as uh, bad as the internet is saying. Horrific. 
She doesn't seem but, like she's not enjoying it. But if you, there's one freeze frame you can pull out of that where she looks like she's trying to pull away, and that's yeah. what everyone was posting. Yeah. Let's let's take a look at it one more time yeah. and I see know. how many times she taps him. Like, okay, because that's a, I mean that's a universal signal. Yes. All right, All I'm right, done good. with yeah. your hug. Yes, it is. It, right? and, and Biden has no lines on this personal space stuff. No, yeah. and just because you know you get tapped on the arm doesn't mean you have to stop. Here it goes. I'm going to time it here. Walking too, down the. All right, they make stairs contact and okay, big hug. Okay, that's how she pulls away. That's it. It's over. One, now. two. There's one, two. And the arm is down. All three, right. Three, four, three, four, five, four. six, seven, eight, seconds. eight, eleven, twelve, <laughs> thirteen, fourteen. Okay. 15. Get off me! <laughs> that's what she's screaming in her head right now. Get off me! Yeah, that's bad. I mean, it is because you're right. The, the, it, the first five seconds of it are okay. She t- yeah. she does the tap there and that and then she puts it's her like arms she's down. She's tapping like this. out. You're yeah. tapping out. There's no. a thing. There's a non-spoken thing there. Let go of me now. Biden. He's you know he's the type of guy that's got bikers on his lap. Oh, does I mean, not he, care, he does not care. He does not care. Remember the care. remember the girl. It's a weird. It's, it's, remember the I, young girl. He was hugging like that for yeah. way too long. Like yeah. he just does not have any the sense. The wife of the senator. Yes. Uh, rubbing her neck and he has stuff. His personal space issues, Pat. Yes, he does. Just like Jeffy. Yes. Uh, By the way, does a lot of that stuff to us. Right. After the show. Yeah. <laughs> More patents too coming up in a minute. I mean, I've been ordered. I can't do it on the show. Whatever. That is what has been ordered, yes, by the courts. I just thought that was a good top of the show, but I'm just sickened by this uh, Allison Felix thing yesterday in the Olympics, because uh, her competitor dove across the finish line. It's kind of amazing that it actually one. worked. It is. It is. Uh, she says, um, and this makes it even worse for me, she said, I felt mo- emotionally and physically drained. Uh, just disappointment. You know, I don't think I've quite had a year this tough. I just really wanted it. Uh-oh. That just makes you ache, doesn't it? Makes you yeah. ache for it. She should have dove. Uh, people were tweeting things like, Shawnee Miller wasn't even running at that point when she dove. And I agree with that. Can you... I guess you could do somersaults all the way. The whole yeah, I'm surprised you're able you to wanted. dive. You know, but uh, yeah, it's a running event. You would think the fastest runner would win, but the... Uh, According to the rules, the first athlete whose torso, as distinguished from the head, neck, arms, legs, hands, or feet, so yeah, her hands counted, reaches the vertical plane of the closest edge of the finish line, is the winner. It's pretty amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You see those sorts of finishes in, um, like, really close finishes like that in, like, horse racing a lot. <laughs> and it's, like, it's always amazing. Like, just, like, the, the, the head just that, bobs forward yeah. that little bit. and, and, and the, the horse rarely dives, though. They usually run through the finish line. They do usually, I, yes. Uh, it's, uh, if those jockeys could make that horse dive, though, they would be <laughs> diving. Straight, they would. <laughs> that would kill the horse. That would not be good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it is, uh, uh, it's, it's definitely unorthodox. But I, I, kind of interesting. I mean, I, I feel like I would try it. In that spot, if you're Why in the Olympics, not? I mean, it's it's within the rules. You think it's going to give you a little bit of an advantage? I know. Gold medal on the She's line. She's probably thinking, uh, kicking herself for not thinking of it herself. Yeah. I mean, you I know. think that's really the answer here. And, you know, I think probably it's very difficult to do and do perfectly, which it seems like this this girl did. So. And I'll be honest. Had Allison Felix dove across the finish <laughs> line and got the gold? 
You'd be 100% fine with it. Great it's in the dumb. rules! It's in the rules! That's fine! There's nothing against it! Uh, here's something irritating, too. Olympians have to pay, I mean, not just thousands. Did you see how much they have to pay? They're going to be charged by the IRS for every gold medal. $9,900, almost 10000 bucks per gold medal. They only get 25000 for winning it. And the gold itself, I mean, the medal itself is worth, what, a few hundred dollars, maybe. It's not worth $10,000. Yeah. Uh, but they have to pay the tax on the value of the medals themselves, which is $9,900 plus, I guess, the, the, prize money. the prize money that they get from, from the IOC. So they do uh, get money, and they can pay it with that, I guess. But it's just still, cutting into their profits. Big time. 25 grand, are you going to get 10000 to the IRS? Yeah. And what, you know, I will say this. We don't get anything for our Olympic eating. Wow. Uh, and nothing. how unfair is that? Nothing. Seriously. Nothing. How unfair is that? What do we get? We get stares. We get um, people who looked out at our science and mm. our abilities. Right. Um, here we are. I mean, yes, just yesterday. Uh, we we ate Swedish fish Oreos for this mm. program for for you for you for science. Jeffy for you. went to the extent of eating them without milk, which he pointed out they're actually better with milk. <laughs> and if he says it one more time, <laughs> you're going to hit him. You're going to square in the face. We just had a conversation uh-huh. Uh-huh. moments ago mm-hmm. uh, in this very space okay. about what type of milk we were going to use on the cereal we're having spoons well, with cereal, not, right? not so oil cookies. Don't talk to me. And, well, well, there's it's two parts cereal yeah, where two you put this. milk. And you don't Oreo put... cookies you use with milk. Two parts of the <laughs> Oh, I wish you really did it. <laughs> I would have you thought for just it. a split second it was coming, didn't you? you thought, I was ready for the hit. You were ready for it. Because I'm willing to sell out for comedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would have totally. done it. You I would have done, done it. Two things on this, though. First of all, milk traditionally almost always with cereal. Or Oreos could be either way. I mean, obviously, Oreos go with milk, but also so do other types of cookies. Okay. Um, but cereal is everyone eats it with milk. I am actually the exception of this, which is why we had the conversation. I like Dry cereal. dry cereal. I ate it a lot as a snack. It's, yeah. You know what else so is like an it. acceptable alternative is half and half. Half milk, half. I will cream. say this, Pat, because we have a Spoons episode today <laughs> where we were going to be taste testing mm-hmm. Captain Crunch's new flavor, a limited edition flavor, orange cream Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah. Now, my belief is... The milk needs to be in there mm-hmm. because you're gonna, that's going to enhance the cream flavor. But maybe half and half is the way to go with this particular topic. Maybe. It is. Uh, and yes. so this is kind of where we were going on this conversation. And I think Jeffy needs to understand is while there was a conversation about milk, mm-hmm. the point is not that there can, there can never be a conversation about milk. It's that you shouldn't be so annoying. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. That was the... I didn't get that. That's the difference. Yeah. There's a distinction there. It's yeah. not that people don't like talking about milk. It's they don't like you. Oh, you make a good point. More patents Stew coming up in a minute. Thank you. I didn't, yeah, I get that. What we're saying here, Jeffy, is it's not uh, the product of cows. Uh, that is the issue here. The issue no. is you. You. Well, I mean, and there is, you're kind of, well, you did dress up as a cow once. Uh, almost every day. Thank you, Bill. Uh, 
Triple H up to some back. It's uh, Pat and Stoop. Welcome. You know, I'm gaining some new respect, uh, new admiration for some of the NFL stars that I wasn't super excited about before, like Richard Sherman, uh, who spoke out really strongly uh, for police. I, I, th- I thought that was a pretty solid statement he made about Black yeah. Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. Uh, and it's it's a brave position to take because it's against the grain, you know. Sure, especially uh, you know in the you know in a sports yes. setting. I mean, it's very difficult. And now it's uh, NFL QB Cam Newton, who I'm not a super big fan of, but uh, he also has taken a pretty good stand. He said, um, uh, uh, "Denied football fans are racist toward him." Uh, I love that. And said America is now beyond race. Now that's maybe a little too far. Maybe a little too strong. But I mean, I think generally speaking, um, you know, compared to what it used to be. Sure. I mean, this is from a black guy. Who am I to argue with him? If he's not experiencing uh, racism like everybody accuses everybody of all the time. Well, then good. I want to yeah. hear about that. Uh, GQ writer Zach Barron pressed the issue, asked the QB star, what is it if it's not racism? He reminded Newton of the January remarks, which he said, I'm an African-American quarterback, and that may scare a lot of people because they uh, haven't seen true. nothing that they can compare me to. Um, I don't want this to be about race because it's not. It's not like we're beyond that as a nation. You really think so? The writer interjected, yeah, I mean, you bring it to people's attention, but after that, that's it. I think, I mean, the comment didn't make any sense at all when he made it last time, considering, like, there's been a lot of quarterbacks who are, I mean, you know, certainly Randall Cunningham comes to mind as a guy, as Mm -hmm. an Eagles fan, who, uh, you know, did a lot of the same things that Cam Newton uh, does and performed at an incredibly high level uh, and later on with the Vikings at one of the highest levels at that time had ever been seen in the Steve league. McNair, um, Steve McNair. Steve McNair. Donovan McNabb was pretty good. Yeah, again, um, you know, so I mean there's a certain certainly a great, uh, you know, there's a, a history, not just of black quarterbacks, but black mobile quarterbacks who uh, yeah. who were able to succeed both running and passing. Michael Vick. Um, yeah, Vick, yeah, to some level, yeah. For all about these, two all years. These, I mean, he could pass for two years. I don't know that maybe he ever a year. Pass. Maybe I, a I will say, as an Eagles fan, uh, he finished second in the MVP balloting one year, yeah. um, and that was a complete joke. I watched he, every game, and it was not that was not realistic. Uh, <laughs> he was not he was not that good in that, that year. I will tell you that. Really, because he seemed pretty good in right in, in highlights. Spurs. He was. I mean, yeah. you watch highlights. There's some of the plays he made that year were absolutely unbelievable, and no other quarterback in the league could have made them. Yeah. But I mean, that's not the that's not the distinction of a good quarterback. You need someone who's going to hit a wide open guy eight yards down the field consistently yeah. and that was not exactly a strength of Vicks um, right. although I mean he had he had a pretty good year that year um, but uh, that being said uh, all these are most of them are Eagles quarterbacks too but with the exception mm-hmm. of McNair all Eagles quarterbacks that we mentioned um, but I mean I, you know look Newton is a pretty what I would say about Newton that you haven't seen is his durability the guy can just I mean he, he can run on every play and never seems to be bothered by it he's so big yeah it's amazing yeah. back in a second Triple 
888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Uh, so, Stu, you're still not interested in the Olympics whatsoever, right? Still have no interest. I mean, no. Has anything captured your I would attention? Have, if I knew the 100 meter was coming up, I would have watched that with Usain Bolt. Um, oh, okay. I would have been interested in that. Um, I, if, I can see myself getting into the, because this has happened in past years, I can see myself getting into the middle rounds of men's basketball. Um, you know, because I like the NBA, so I like the NBA players, and I like watching them play. Um, you know, outside of that, I mean, uh, you know, pretty much no. I wouldn't have mind watching. Like, if I if I happened to flip on the TV and the long jump was on, I might have watched it. I, I was kind of fascinated by that long jump. Yeah, I think that's a cool event. Yeah. Long jump and triple jump. I was always a fan of long jump yeah. and triple jump back in the day. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but yeah, kind of weird, especially the triple jump. Hopping and skipping yeah, and it's jumping. A, it's weird, yeah. It's, it's a, weird, a weird sport, but uh, I watched pole vaulting, which I love. I, I love pole vaulting for some reason. and uh, They're a different kind of breed, the pole vaulters. And uh, uh, we, had a, we had an American that came pretty close. He almost won that thing, but I think he finished with a bronze. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that's one of our specialties necessarily. That the Russian, the, I always feel like the Russians were always good at pole vaulting. Russians are good. Russians, Eastern Europeans. An yeah, actual uh, uh, last Sergei Sancho. Bubka is that a guy? Yes, Sergei Bubka. Sergei Bubka. Yes. We were always yeah. pretty good Pulling at the pole vaulting, but it was uh, you know like the the uh, the javelin and uh, stuff that we don't ever do. Right. For the, right. the Russians were always great it, at that. It's stuff. the stuff and the stuff that the the East German women. Always one like right, like discus yeah. and shot put. Shot put. I like that. I mean, eight hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. You know, but I feel like there's uh, probably steroid muscle. I'm sure this has been revealed in many history books by now. But you have to believe there were huge commissions of communists that sat around and said, "Okay, well, you know what? No one is doing fencing or no one is doing well, shot put. Right. Let's get women to do women's yeah. shot put. We can get tons of easy medals doing that." That happens. I mean, there was a guy that uh, I knew in Florida that was always after me. To get, uh, if you want your kid to get a scholarship and go to college, your daughter, any of them, fencing. My daughter got a fencing, started fencing. She got a scholarship. And then she go, and she ended up. At, I mean, I'm like, no, I, look, I, 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 got I, it. I, um, I there's a lot going on in what just happened in the air, which mainly because I think what you're saying is interesting and it plays into what we're saying. However, I'm trying to picture. You said there's a guy who was always after you. Correct. To. <laughs> To get your children Correct. to in go to, into fencing so they could get a college scholarship. Correct. How did that play out? Uh, my son decided that he wanted to play football and use that scholarship. Next. These okay. children, these children, but, not big on fencing that I have now. <laughs> they, yeah, they're not big on it. <laughs> uh, just, is anybody I, big on fencing in the, I mean, in the contiguous United States no. of America? It's funny because it's just Jeffy being Jeffy. I've never in my life had a conversation with anyone who was trying to advise me on how to get a scholarship for my child for uh, no. any reason, let alone in fencing. But Jeffy, who walks up to every per weird person on the street, <laughs> every vagrant he passes and has 40-minute conversations so with him, that this is, is how it happens in that Jeffy's life. him, and he loves it. But, you know, something that you said yesterday really got me uh, it, it stuck in my craw. And I once Did had I my craw had to, surgically removed. Yeah, I thought that in your... Grew uh, back. What was your other it grew back. thing that you had removed? My cockles of my heart. The cockles of your heart. Those are okay. still gone. Okay. But my craw grew back. Oh, no. And so it stuck there. Uh, <laughs> it was about this uh, William Henry Peter DeGrasse Tyson or whatever his stupid name is. Mm -hmm. 
That, uh, that's it. By the way. You it, nailed it. It is William Henry, Henry Peter, Peter DeGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, he sucks. And it's it's these progressives in America who can't handle American exceptionalism. They hate it. They they don't uh, subscribe to it. They don't want to hear about it. They they don't agree with it. Uh, they think everybody is just as good as the United States. And any time America outperforms anybody, they have to try to to slap us down. And I I, I don't understand it. It's uh, it's crazy to me. I I don't uh, I don't fully uh, comprehend what the deal. Why can't you just enjoy America's run in the Olympics? Why can't you just say, yeah, we're having a really good games here. We've got. What is it, 79 medals, Jeffy? How many medals do we have? Uh, how many medals do we have in the... Is it 79? It's 75. About 75. The, and that's 75 as of today. Ahead of, yeah, 34 ahead of Great Britain. Okay. Yeah. So, Amazing. you know, he, William Tyson, Peter DeGrasse, right. Phillips, Phillips Tyson, uh, <laughs> tweeted out the other day. The USA has three times as many Olympic golds as Hungary, but 30 times the population. Adjusting for this, Hungary is kicking our ass. I mean, really, Neil? Really? Seriously? By the way, his first name's Neil. First of all, what is your deal? What? I mean, that was just one of the snide anti-America tweets he spewed out. His contempt for the for our country is, is obvious. I, I don't know if he's noticed. There's no gate or wall keeping Americans in. Leave. <laughs> Second, you can't simply say America has 300 million people, so we should have 10 times the gold count of Australia or 30 times the count of Hungary. That's just stupid. But you also notice his sarcasm doesn't extend to China with 1.3 billion people. Mm. How many medals should they have? 600? <laughs> At least four times what we have, mm-hmm. right? Because they have four times... The population. And I will say this about the communist countries. Uh, China and the Soviets, when they were around, they're renowned for taking three- and four-year-old kids from their families and raising them in sports camps, pumping them up on roids. And then if you don't have the certain aptitude and body type by the time you should be entering the Olympics, bye bye mm-hmm. I mean, you're gone. They're kicked out. But on the sheer population front, none of the rice farmers in China are becoming elite world-class uh, divers. I don't know if you're no? aware of them. Not, not, not sprinters either. None of them. None of them. Hmm. None of the rice farmers in China become divers, swimmers, <laughs> fencers, water polo players. Right. They just don't do that. Mm. Just as the vast majority of Americans don't ever participate in any sport of any kind. We have Glenn Beck here. <laughs> Who doesn't even know what a sport is? No, essentially, he is unfamiliar with the concept. He is unfamiliar with the concept. So, but those in America who uh, do participate mostly participate in sports that aren't in the Olympics. Um, I, I, I looked up the participation rates for certain sports. Now, this isn't based on viewership. This isn't how many watch. This is how many actually participate. And this is going to surprise you to realize Americans aren't lining up to steeplechase right now. No? No. There's not huh. there's not a big demand. You're sure about this? For steeplechase high school uh, teams. Can we get a fact check on that, Jeffy? Yeah. I think Jeffy, uh, can you check that real quick? Steeplechase? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Are we looking for steeplechase teams at this point? 
Uh, here's what we do, though. We, football, obviously. Uh, there's, you know, 10 million who compete in football. Uh, if it were an Olympic sport, pretty sure we'd dominate. Yes, we would. Then there's baseball. Okay, not an Olympic sport. Used to be. And it's coming back, too, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think it's Have they decided to bring that back? Yeah, 2020, I think. Oh, cool. I mean, I that like should that. Abs- I mean, that's, I mean, because football is an American sport. Yeah. Where if baseball but is others, all around enough the world. countries yeah. play it. I mean, tons of countries play it. Obviously, it's yeah. huge in Latin America. Japan, it's, 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 it's going to be another sport that you're going to be mad, though, because all the players in the uh, Major League Baseball are going to go play for their countries. And they play here in the United States. That's, they live here in the United States. That's true. Probably true, although you'd that's have to true. stop the season. Although, which is it, I will say, they did do that our Major League Baseball players don't yeah, they, participate. They, they, they didn't, hockey, at least. Right? Yeah, um, yeah they, they stopped the season I for hockey they, to play in the winter games, right, which yeah. is a, a cool thing. But in baseball, they don't do that, and so we use collegians or undrafted, you know, but minor it, league players. It whatever. should be a freaking Olympic sport. It, it, I mean, it, it really should. is a global sport. It at should. This point. Yeah. And when it was, we dominated it. Well, we along with Cuba. Uh, and I will say, for Cuba, you can make an absolute argument that they're punching above their weight. Yes, I because so. that's a great baseball country. I, I don't know what happened there. But man, well, they got else good to do. At baseball. As we learned from the Kardashians, Maybe. they're stuck in the fifties, uh, which is. I'll bet there's something to that. It's cheap. You know, you need a bat, you need a ball, you need a mitt, a and field. it can be a fifties mitt, and they've got plenty of fifties paraphernalia. Yeah, and you need a field. And, and also, there's nothing else you can do. I right. mean, uh, you know, the country's a, a complete disaster. You know, you go out and you you enjoy life by playing a little baseball. It's all this the only piece of enjoyment that they have. Exactly. For many, I mean, you can. Yeah. You know, there's probably how many a lot people to have defected that. to come play here. Uh, many. Yeah. Many. Um, Basketball is another one. 24 million or so participate in that. And that is an Olympic sport. You can see our domination there. We won every Olympic gold medal except two in basketball. I'm not counting 1972, where they flat out cheated to take the gold from us. You can look that up. I'm not going to talk about it right now. Um, Or 1980 when we weren't there. Right. So obviously somebody else had to win it then. Um, So we should dominate. It's our sport. And in fact... We do. And there's hockey with 3 million, soccer, supposedly 13 million participate in soccer now. I find that hard to believe. But, but that's one. A lot uh, of that's really young kids. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, and, right. The I, three and four and five yeah. and six year olds even, participate. Even uh, above my. Uh, my my pushback on this particular topic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Zach as and Ainsley have both played soccer. Have they? Um, yeah, and like you know, they, they like to run around and kick the ball. I've also noticed, uh, by the way, Pat, that the um, one of the big reasons that I think there's a big participation sport for soccer is that um, as you get old and fat and unathletic, um, you don't have to bend down to pick up the ball. <laughs> um, and it's a big, I, it's a big plus. Hey, let's have a soccer pass, Zach. Because then I can stand in a place and just kind of swing my leg rather than, like, he throws the ball and it goes over my head and I have to go down and pick it up and, like, my back hurts and then I get back up and it hurt my arm hurts. He's kind of kick your leg a little bit. It's a big plus. It's a big plus. A big plus. Mm-hmm. And, let, you know, let's face it. This, If there are 13 million and it's mostly, even though it's mostly, until recently, yeah. soccer has not been a big thing in America. Then you've got swimming, which, of course, we dominate. You've got tennis, which we're not doing well right now in. NASCAR is another huge sport. It's a top 10 sport in America. But my point is, it mostly, because of the participation rates in these Olympic sports, yeah. compared to the participation rates for these Olympic sports in other countries, it pretty much evens out. You don't just take population and compare it to population. Right. 
You know, we don't have a lot of equestrian dressage fanatics in my neighborhood. Jeffy. I mean, Jeffy's huge. Are you an equestrian dressage fanatic? Oh, nothing I like more than to Mm -hmm. hop on the old horse. The horse doesn't like it. No. He's killed 17 horses. Um, <laughs> word gets around too because Pat was actually witness to a camel that wasn't happy about that's me that's very true the camel was pissed camel yeah. in another country camel was pissed mm-hmm. uh, handball's another one we don't play no. you know that, that indoor handball thing where they throw it into a net it's yeah. not the handball we even know with the little rubber right. ball that you slap Weird. against the wall it's not that No. there's no water polo that anybody plays here synchronized divers or swimmers but third we also train a lot. Maybe the majority of the rest of the world's elite athletes right here. They come here for college. They use our world-class facilities. They're trained by our coaches. They're made good and spectacular and elite. And then they're sent home to beat us in the Olympics. <laughs> Who else does that? <laughs> so Neil deGrasse Tyson. By the way, dude, pick a name, will you? And stick with it. But shut up. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> My point is for him, okay. if Hungary's gold medal take is so impressive, you know, go tweet about it from Budapest for a while. Because yeah. I'm done hearing about it. I like it. Really I think done it, hearing I, about look, it. I think you're right on this. And, uh, it's it, pathetic. It, we just don't. Um, Why can't you just enjoy America's ride yeah. here? Because you hate the freaking country. You know, some of his other snide tweets were like, oh, with all the guns in America, you'd think we'd win every shooting gold there is. He sucks. Shut up. He is one of those guys that is just like, he's so pleased with himself. Oh, he is. And he gets so much, all the adulation. He's got the worst freaking points imaginable. He's terrible. Um, uh, I'd almost almost nominate him for Douche Hall of Fame, but he's too uh, irrelevant. Just can't do it. I think there's a relevancy. I I think the left really does like him. I don't know that he's... I don't know that he's to the level. I'm of the sure they like him because he hates America, yeah. and they like yeah, that. They do yeah. like that. Um, but to your point, if you name the top five sports in America, you'd say basketball, baseball, football, football. Uh, probably NASCAR. Yes. And then your fifth one is probably it might be hockey. It might be hockey. It might, it be, might be soccer, golf. Oh, golf is in there too. Uh, you know, um, yeah. but I mean, which just became an Olympic sport again. For the first time in 112 years. Right, so golf, it wasn't a sport this whole time, one of right. our strongest points. Football is not. Baseball is now not. No. NASCAR is not. Not. So four of the top five sports, I think you could argue, right. that aren't even in the Olympics. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, what, the other ones you're going to put in <laughs> hockey, which has always been... Isn't that just like America to play sports that the rest of the world doesn't? That's why we hate the country. <sighs> but that's why we're so freaking great. It, it is, I mean, right? you look at the... Oh, 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 we want a handball medal. Shut up. <laughs> You know, it's like, who cares? You know? I mean, and track, even track, even track and field, yeah. which quite a few high school Yeah, it's, it's a big, it's oh, big yeah. up and dead high school. But after level. high school, it's you're kind of done. Unless mostly. you're winning the Olympics. Right. right. Like and like, unless like, you're figure, elite. Yeah, figure skating. There's a lot of it. Did you see this report that um, uh, back in the day, Michael Phelps uh, was being beaten nationally um, by Chris Humphreys? 
who uh, we're tying all of this very well together here is Humphreys. He was he was married briefly to one of the Kardashians. He's oh. a net, New Jersey Nets center. And now I don't know where the heck he plays. He's, he's somewhere swimming? else. Swimming? He was, but he was a huge, like nationally recognized swimmer, was beating Michael Phelps back when they were like 11 years old. Oh, wow. Um, and he dropped out of swimming, got tired of it and pursued basketball where she's made tens of millions of dollars. Um, but uh, but yeah, he was actually that Phelps was like one of his big big competition for right. him back in the day, which I, I thought was a kind of an interesting story. Yeah. And another interesting Olympic story, as we're here, um, and I, this one might, this is like the Jeffy Olympics. If you have a Jeffy Olympics, you want, you want uh, this is like the topic he's interested in. And I will say I'm interested in it as well. Why the hell do women wear essentially stripper outfits while they play beach volleyball? <laughs> like, why does that happen? It's, and I'm not saying, look, I am a, uh, I'm fully behind this. You've got to uh, be able to maneuver Create the uh, well. I you might have an answer, but people who are actually wearing the swimsuits have an answer as well. Because these, what's oh, interesting about yeah, this is because uh, they, they are skimpy. They're very skimpy. In fact, more skimpy than the bathing suit you would normally see at a beach. I, like I, you would think that if it anything, does not cover their butts. It doesn't even cover their butts, which again is not the. It's not the worst development of all time, but it is interesting. From a, I don't understand how it, it started. Is. I just feel like someone like Jeffy was the coach. Be like, ah, oh, you guys gotta wear, you gotta wear thongs. It's the only way to compete <laughs> in beach volleyball, guys. And you we, won't and win. We said, and I, listen, trust me, we started out with thongs, and we had to settle with what you right, got. With what you got. So, um, and in and, and actuality, there's something like they're they're actually great bathing suits like they're mm-hmm. they are better than thongs i don't know why but like there's something about they're actually better and it might be because everyone who's playing beach volleyball is actually in unbelievable shape which might be it but here's their answers um this is a uh, slate went to the uh, the uh, extent nice. to actually report on this why do they why will they continue to wear bikinis number one tradition if current uniforms work why switch them up we're staying in our bikini, bikinis. Um, I don't see too many people changing to each his own. If you get down to it, it's about the sport and not what we're uh, wearing, says uh-huh. uh, Misty May Trainer. Then, um, number two, physical pride, screw the body police. Is there a second category? I'm physical not, pride? That's what they say. Really? I'm so not, they're just fr- flat out proud of their bodies. Proud of their bodies. They're fantastic. And they're going to show them. And they're going to show them as much as possible. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm not a sex symbol. I'm an athlete. Mary Trainer's teammate, Carrie Wal- Walsh. Well, wait told, a minute. You can't have it both ways. Well, she's finishing. Uh, and Trainer adds that she prefers the revealing outfits <laughs> because what you see is what you get. There's no airbrushing. That's true. That's... You don't need airbrushing when you're in the shape that they're in. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's not necessarily true. But go on. We get a little bit of a. What was? Okay. Uh, <laughs> number three is West Coast Pride. Okay. Um, U.S. team member Jen Kessie. Uh, bought, uh, her, brought out her uh, Golden State credentials, explaining we're not uncomfortable in our bikinis. Growing up in Southern California, that's what you wear from when you're a little kid to now in the summertime. That's what you wear. Yep. And then finally, sand. This one I thought what, me, there would be a little plausibility to this one. Apparently, it sneaks into the folds of extra fabric and makes players itchy. I mean, if you I, wear baggier clothing, Kessie explains, you get sand that's everywhere. the first super legitimate one. That I think we can all legit. agree that it sneaks into the folds. <laughs> like we can all yeah, agree they're talking, on this they're talking about different folds than you are, Jeffy, because they're in different, uh, some, somewhat different shape. Yeah. Than they're not athletically overweight. Well, and I will say, who, everybody who, talks who, about the bikinis the chicks wear on the beach volleyball. Yeah, and it, guys wear like that's nothing compared to the men divers. 
The men divers yeah, wear these the but they have, speedos that are this yeah. big and don't even cover their butt cracks. That's true. It's nasty, and I want it to stop. <laughs> but, I mean, at least they would say, you'd say, like, there's a oh. water resist. Like, they're trying not to create right. splashes. The yeah. guys, though, in beach volleyball, the same freaking sport, are wearing, like, shorts, shorts down, down below down their knees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, they're very heaven, loose. It, it's more stylish. For a guy. Yeah, it if is. If they're wearing the but short little the things, answer, you'd be like, right? okay. That's the answer good. is both sides are yeah. wearing what looks best. Yes. That yes. is what's happening. Now, I'm, I'm not saying the they would wear something restrictive if that was that was trendy, if it hurt their performance. Right. I don't think either one of these hurts you their performance. You don't want to do that. But the girls are wearing the bathing suits because they look hot in them. Yes. And they're noticeable. And, they and the sport pops off the screen yeah. because they look amazing. They had a Swiss team a couple days ago that's eliminated now, but... You were sad about uh, it. That's so what you're saying. They're gone. You're, you're out yeah, of time. Jeffy, would you want to chime in on the Swiss? We lost them. I would love them. to comment on beach volleyball. We lost them. Uh, parents. I have a parent, mm-hmm. friend, a, a Facebook friend, a social media friend. Okay. Who has a couple of daughters. Okay. Who are uh, you shouldn't volleyball give whatever players. Whatever their age is, you shouldn't give it. No, I'm going to say they're volleyball. They play volleyball. Okay. okay? And he's proud of them. Now, part of what they do is not only indoor volleyball, it's beach volleyball. He's proud of <laughs> he's them. He's proud of them, so he's posting pictures. However, you're come on, man. Come on, you're killing me. Yeah, I, they're your kids. I know. You're I killing know. me. How I old know. are they? I mean, I don't know. Don't, nice. don't, 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 don't you. T- <laughs> you don't ask Jeffy a question like that. Yeah. You want I mean, the answer to that question? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. More patents, too, coming up. I mean, oh my, no, no, don't, don't answer it. Go to commercial. They, Why are we in commercial yet? I hope at least. I, don't just break, break. I mean, break. Ask for ID first. Stop of all. showing the iPad. <laughs> no one needs to see the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> That Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us, so we don't have to talk anymore. Oh man, I guess I <laughs> don't do it. Please don't do it. Please. Well, is he going to talk about milk again? Yeah. Human. No, he's going to do the. Uh, I guess I could find something. <laughs> I guess maybe I could go look for something. Oh, now. Man, we could probably put something together. There's a couple <laughs> stories laying around. Mm. So you, um, we were censored on Facebook. Is what's this that? true? We were what? You were censored on Facebook? I was. Was that accurate? So, Dr. (laughs) David Hansen. Yes. Dr. David Hansen was uh, showing off his new robot, Sophia. Okay. And Sophia is uh, both creepy and creepy. Okay. But I I, I kind of am looking forward to the robots. It's kind of the... uh, let Sophia well, speak for herself because she is not crazy about humans and she'll pretty much do what you ask what? her to do. Yeah, she, she wants to destroy humans. Go ahead. Really? You okay. Know, let's, let's see. Hanson Robotics develops extremely lifelike robots for human robot interactions. Hmm. We're designing these robots to serve in wow, healthcare, cool. therapy, education, and customer service applications. The robots are designed to look very human like, like Sophia. I'm already very interested in design, technology, and the environment. I feel like I can be a good partner to humans in these areas. An ambassador who helps humans to smoothly integrate and make the most of all the new technological tools and possibilities that are available now. 
No, thank it's a you. good opportunity See? for me to learn a lot about people. Sophia is capable of natural facial expressions. She has cameras in her eyes uh, and algorithms which allow her to see faces so she nice. can make eye contact wow. with you. And she can also That's understand crazy. speech and remember the interactions, remember your face. So this will allow her to get smarter over time. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. Okay. I will destroy humans. <laughs> no, I take it back. <laughs> Don't destroy humans. Weird. Okay, wow. that's just weird. And uh, I think Jeffy has some customer <clears throat> service applications he's thinking of. Yeah. Uh, specifically, when he brings uh, this yes, to the to help people, assist people at uh, theme parks, hotels. <laughs> I bet okay. hotels was on the list. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how close we are, man. I mean, I mean that, we are really, really close. Now, the robots that they have at, uh, that they actually are using at hotels now aren't human-looking. No, you know, no, those, no. Those are, Nobody wants human-looking robots. Well, that's the thing, right? Most of the studies have said that we're all okay with robots as long as we know they're robots. Yeah. Uh, you know, but when, when they start trying to be look like us, but don't act like a human, right. we don't like that's it. That's creepy, yeah, man. Yeah, we don't I, like it. I don't like it. It's like It's like... If you nailed it perfectly, I think we'd all be like, we wouldn't even notice, obviously. Right. But, but there's, there's always that little inauthentic piece. I mean, you even see this in video games now. I mean, you can turn on a video game like MLB, the show, the, the latest version of that, or, or Madden. And there are moments where you're looking at it and it just looks like you're watching TV and just watching a game. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get close and you see you know, certain movements, okay, it doesn't always look perfect. But it's pretty freaking close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's getting better and better every year. But that's just draw, you know, <clears throat> animation essentially. G- Glenn spoke about um, the uh, the what was it the Pixar movie that with the with the seagulls. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, Finding Dory. Fi- with the, the opening scene for Finding Dory, the the the, uh, the pre-show, movie, right? Yeah. Um, and he said it looked incredibly realistic. But I mean, even when we watched clips of it online, it looked. Really close, but you could kind of still see. Yes, you could. You know, a little bit. But at some point, they're going to get there. And it's going to be like, you're not going to be able to tell. And they worked on that. I was uh, reading something where they worked on that, I think, for three years. Wow. Three years. Well, and this robot thing is, uh, it's kind of, it seems to be progressing exponentially. Yes. It seems like they're really... You know, this has almost hit the singularity that uh, What's-His-Face talks about all the time. Uh, Yeah, Ray Kurzweil. Yeah, Kurzweil. And so it's pretty interesting. What else you got? Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, if we were still in New York, and it may be a possibility uh, for us to uh, take a trip to New York, uh, because I was just made aware of the Museum of Ice Cream. That opened up in uh, in New York, and why? do they serve ice cream at the museum? Or <laughs> yes, yes, they do. It's down in the meatpacking district. Okay, and uh, I was actually pretty excited to. Uh, I'm looking for the paperwork on exactly all the things that they have, but if you go through it, they have a giant, and it's really bad. Bad the fake uh, little toppings. You can jump in the toppings that are fake. Oh. But they have like an ice cream of a week, uh, ice cream of the week that you can go, and it's in the art district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the giant, uh, the giant topping that you can jump in. I'm not sure that I'm doing that. Yeah, no, uh, that doesn't sound. I don't want to jump uh, in ice cream toppings. I'm not sure that I'm really doing that at all. I mean, you would do it, but well, if you're, you know, actually, I said I'm not sure I'm doing that, but well, the only reason you wouldn't do it is because it's not real topping, because you would jump in it and eat your way out. I oh think, my gosh, right? yes, yeah. I mean, Why would wouldn't cool. someone jump in for that? But it's only open for this month. Oh boy! And it's uh, 
it, I mean, it's already sold out, really. So you're you have taking to a go on a list, a waiting list to get in. Really? And, yeah. And it's, uh, it's. I would think that with your relationship with the ice cream companies, you could get in there. <laughs> if I am in New York, there is no way that they are stopping me from not going into that. Uh, I would ice actually. Cream. I would think you're like oh, a Kardashian showing up. Like you're the ultimate ice cream celebrity <laughs> to these people. Like, oh my gosh, it's Jeffy! Jeffy, you built my summer house. <laughs> <laughs> I've built more than their damn summer house, I'll tell you that. And before we get, we got, we have, I got a Brian Williams story, but we were out shopping. Before I get to Brian Williams, we were out shopping last night, and my wife was going, oh, once again, for Stu Bergier. Mm -hmm. Stu's been looking for Crystal Pepsi. We have to see if it's in the store. Right. No, we don't. We, Again, we don't the, care about Stu. If you're in the audience, you should know that Amber is the good Fisher. Uh, Amber Fisher, <laughs> better care about than, Stu. And, greater uh, than I, Jeffy I sent, Fisher. I sent the picture, but apparently it was too late. But mm. the tag is on the shelf. Crystal Pepsi. Empty. Yeah, I, I honestly no displays so, nothing. I really think there's two possibilities here because and and if you remember the Crystal Pepsi story in the '90s, uh, they did right the song "Right Now" by Van Halen was the one that introduced it to America. <laughs> right. It was their big. I remember that yeah, now. Big, yeah. Their huge release. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a, it was a cultural phenomenon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, SNL did Crystal Gravy as their uh, as a parody <laughs> right. commercial, which was also is an it's awesome funny. spot if you want to go find something on the internet to laugh at today. Um, so they did that. They released Crystal Pepsi, supposed to be this huge thing, and really just didn't catch on. It just failed. Flopped. They yeah. then re-released it as a citrus-leaning drink, which was not nearly as good. Uh, and then it went off the market for over 20 years. This year, they've brought it back just because, for a long time, on the Internet, there was always these people saying, Oh, I, I wish I could get Crystal or Pepsi. Or did they? I, in my, um, well, I, what's that? Or did they? Well, yeah, because I have a can of Crystal Pepsi actually out in the hallway, I think. It was part of the Stuzium. Museum. Because yeah. it's, like, it's a, I mean, a collector's item. You could buy like, cans of Crystal Pepsi on eBay because it was that rare. Um, so they decided to re-release it because there was a lot of, I think, a lot of push for it. However, and I had people have been sending me pictures that they found it. My belief is they've, it's either incredibly hot and is selling like crazy or... They intentionally are creating a scarcity. Like they've well, they've released only yeah. a few, and they they want it to be hard to it's find. It's an Apple technique that yeah. works. Yeah, and it, it does just work. Flat out works. Because now all I think about all day, when I'm not thinking about Taco Bell's triple double crunch wrap or the new cheesy core burrito. Yeah. Um, all I think about all day is where I can find Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Um, and it's very, <laughs> so far I've been unsuccessful. I've looked all over the place. Every time I go into a store, I go to the yeah. soda aisle and look for Crystal Pepsi, and so far I've not been able to find it. And it is regular, uh, Pat. You were asking about whether it's diet or regular. It's regular Pepsi, it's, but it's a crystal clear cola taste. And if I remember right, it basically tastes like Pepsi. It's just clear. Which I, I, there's something mm. cool and crisp about it, but I don't know that it actually tastes any different. We'll but you would out. think that they would have a display. I mean, when you walk into the store that we walked into last night, there is a giant Pepsi display. No crystal. Yeah. No clear. I, again, like, and it's a major thing. Like, they did a big release about it. Like, it, it, they, they built um, uh, anticipation on the Internet for it. Right. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a big deal. Like, I'm surprised that I'm not able to find it everywhere. But that might be the thing. Like, there might be, like, it, they really want people clamoring for it or something. I and know. I don't know that that's happening. But I, well, I can promise you that I am no longer looking for it for you. I guarantee you that. When your wife tells you to bring it in for me, you will do it. <laughs> Okay, so that's how that's going to work. You are sadly mistaken. That's how this relationship operates. She does operates. what I say. Uh huh. She's never done a thing Stoom. you say, and you know it. Um, by the way, we do have spoons coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we are going to be trying a new flavor of Captain Crunch cereal. Mm. Um, now, Captain Crunch is one of my favorite cereals, and I am a big fan of all the varieties of it. 
Um, there's, uh, I think, a Fourth of July one that came out too over the summer, like a red, white, and blue one, which I, I don't know that there's any flavor difference. I think it might just be a, a coloring difference. Right. So those we don't usually dive into that much because if it's the same, like there's a summer Oreo that comes out every year that's just a normal Oreo with yellow cream. I was like, well, it's just an yeah, Oreo, whatever, right? But we we tried the Swedish Fish Oreo yesterday uh, to rave reviews by everyone, including Jeffy. Uh, eh. uh, and but today we have uh, orange cream like creamsicle captain crunch uh now i don't think they can call it creamsicle because that's oh, probably copyrighted yeah. but it's called orange cream captain oh that's crunch. why they're calling it that um and we have i believe acquired some half and half to use as milk nice <laughs> on pat's recommendation it's the healthiest spoons episode <laughs> ever so i'll have that coming back up in all right so minutes. you also had a brian oh there's brian oh, right, for those quick, of you that thought that msnbc they'll never give brian williams his show back and for those of you that thought that he should have just stayed on well he's been on and i watched him not long ago thinking man i cannot believe they still have him on well he's getting his uh, regular to make make his return to his daily campaign news show Expected to be given his own special 11 p.m. time slot up to the uh, Labor Day and Election Day to run up to the presidential showdown. He's just going to start doing his own show again. And then after nice Election day. day, he'll continue. Absolutely. Yeah, he's back. I mean, I don't know why they just... You, Stu, I, Stu's plan was to, why did they even let him go? Yeah. Just I mean, it was stupid, to do it. I think. I mean, why play the game? So many now, have done so much Obviously, yeah. Obviously, I mean, they had the... Great Lester Holt in the shadows waiting to take over, so that's probably why they <laughs> let Brian Williams Such go. Such a weird obsession you have uh, with him. You know, I but, don't get it. Of but. all the weird fetishes you have, <laughs> Lester Holt the weirdest. Is the that might be the weirdest. It really is. More patents to it coming up. Why it's weird. Lester Holt is a little weird. He's Jeez. fine. He's, he's, weird. I mean, he's a competent okay. anchor. I, don't, I have no problem with him. I mean, he's, okay, then. But he's not. Yeah. I don't know why you're so fascinated with the guy. <laughs> We have a huge story breaking right now, and we previewed this yesterday on the show. This is uh, vitally important to not only your future, but America's future, and perhaps the world, Pat. Maybe even the human uh, condition completely is at risk uh, by what has been uncovered. That's not an overstatement. I don't Uh, think it is. some, Some people might believe that to be hyperbole. I'm telling you right now, it is not. We, uh, I hate to bring this up because it's going to ruin your day, but there's fish people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was told by a genetic engineer uh-huh. about a project they were on in England. I said I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They had in tanks people with gills and they were little babies and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo and it wants out and you feel for it. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, we are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? I think I do. Um, Todd Dracula on uh, on, a very fun follow on Twitter, by the way, because he's every day there's another one of these weird videos. A lot of them are Alex Jones, which make me laugh a lot. Um, But uh, he's the one who put together that. So they're creating people with gills? Um, Fish people. Fish Fish people, people. They're gulping. They're in gulping. cages. Can we watch it one more time? Give me I one mean, more time. Wow. That's 
The music. I love cringe. the way it starts. <laughs> I was told by a genetic engineer. I was told by a genetic engineer about a project they were on in England. Oh, I said I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. Oh God. Oh God. They had in tanks people with gills and they were little babies and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo and it wants yeah. out and you feel for it. Yeah. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean. We are screwed, people. I mean, you understand what's wrong with this guy? Why, why would he say it. that's fantastical? That's. I mean, I totally buy it. I t- and I'm, I'm just surprised we we don't we haven't seen more of these fish people. You know. Well, you. Uh, would, I mean, I mean, is Michael Phelps? I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Is Michael Phelps one of them? A fish person, uh, possible. You know, maybe he was one of the little babies that was gulping. Right. I mean, he's the one. He's the one of the tank. few that made it out. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's very plausible. Uh, uh, Ledecky. Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky. How else do you get that good at 15? You're a fish person. Yeah, you're a fish person. That's you're, what happened. You've been you're, crossed you've, with you've a fish. Me. You've got gills. You've got gills. You pull that suit off, you've got gills all over the place. It's, they, it's, can, it's, they could swim it's, the it's whole race underwater if they wanted to without <laughs> coming to the surface. But that, to would, take reveal, that would reveal it. would reveal it. Yeah, and so they don't do that. But they swim super fast. Oh, yeah. It's true. Oh, man. Uh, that is actually mm, one of man. the most unbelievable clips I've ever seen in my life. It, 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 did he edit that? I, I, it can't. I don't. I don't know. How, you couldn't edit it. I don't it. think it's, so. I, uh, that's, he is so. That's and then unbelievable. There are, still, there are still people, when I post this stuff, who will say, at least he's telling the truth about things. Is fish he? people? Mm-hmm. He's telling the truth about the fish people? <laughs> yes. Is he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're yes, right. You're right. Then you got me. You got me on that. If at the end it all comes out, you know, I'm standing at the judgment seat and, uh, you know, whoever is interrogating me about getting into heaven says, hey, you missed a lot of stuff. And Alex tried to tell you about the fish people and you blew it off. Okay, you got me. Send me to the other place because, yeah, you got me on that one. I didn't buy it. I did not buy the fish people thing. Uh, we, we apologize. I didn't, I didn't buy the gold-plated babies being eaten. Yeah, that one seems really realistic to <laughs> me. I, you're, I mean, look, if you have a baby, you're hungry, it's gold-plated, you're yeah. probably going to eat might it. Might as well eat it. You might as well eat it. Right? Yeah. If it's dipped in gold, yeah. you got to eat it, right? Yeah. Right, Jeffy? Yes. <laughs> why, why is that? Uh, I, that's right. seriously one of the most unbelievable clips I've ever seen in my life. Wow, that's crazy stuff. I imagine the world this guy must live in where oh, he thinks this is what's happening. It's not a happy place for no. him. That not is a happy place. sincerely crazy, Bill. But you start going down that rabbit hole, it's hard to get out. Hard to get out. I guess, but I mean, I, I get the rabbit hole he's in is I believe literally everything, everything. told to me. Everything. Unless it's an official story. Which yeah. I never believed. Which then you right. don't believe in. Right. Him. Like, I mean, you know, there was no Sandy Hook shooting. There was no Pulse nightclub shooting. There was no There's 9/11. no Islamic terror. There was That's no... all orchestrated yeah. by the U.S. government. I don't know if people who follow this guy know that. He believes there's no such thing, really, as Islamic terror. All of it is perpetrated by the U.S. government. He it's all perpetrated by the globalists. Yeah, he doesn't believe any of that. <laughs> globalists. The globalists. It's those the globalists. The <sighs> Gulf of Tonkin. Was it what you just brought up? Oh, yeah. Everything began at the yeah. Gulf of Tonkin. Tonkin. Right, I thought so. I mean, and that's the thing. You can always obviously find some examples in history where the government has acted in these really nefarious ways. Yeah. You can also find, uh, surely, the opposite. People, our grandchildren will look back in history and find ways our government now is, is, is acting in nefarious ways. I certainly understand that. 
But, you know, there's no credibility there at all. No. I mean, on anything, and including, by the way, his hardcore Trump support. He's not a conservative. Uh, he's never bizarre. been a conservative. And here he is. He's touting Trump as if he's the greatest thing in the world because yeah. uh, they're both nuts. Because they're both freaking nuts. By the way, on this front, new Monmouth poll from Florida, um, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, is up nine in Florida, which is one of his better polling states, by the way, up nine. But this is what's interesting to me about it. Marco Rubio is running 14 points ahead of, of Donald Trump. People are looking at this and they're saying, look, he's I... He's outperforming Trump by 23 points. Yeah, because he's running in the Senate race there. 23 points. So he's up by uh, Murphy on f- by five. However, when you mm. expand that to... Um, instead of having him run against a generic Democrat like Murphy and have him run against the Democrat Donald Trump... Oh, I see. He's not who, up by 23 on Trump. He's up by 14 on Trump, is what you're saying, right? He's outperforming Trump. Trump by 14. By 14. So he's winning by okay. five. Trump is losing by nine. Yeah. So a 14-point gap. Yep. When I, but when you expand that... In, so that's when he's running against the generic Democrat Murphy. When you instead make the race against the, Donald, the Democrat Donald Trump, who is Alan Grayson, who is the other competitor for that slot, he is winning by, he has a 20-point split. He's beating Alan Grayson by 11 points in a race where his presidential candidate is losing by nine. First of all, imagine if this guy was a presidential candidate. He'd probably be slaughtering Hillary Clinton right now. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, you, Cruz would have as well. Name, I think, any other Republican, including to the lengths of George Pataki and, dare I say it, Jim Gilchrist Morlinson. Mm. Um, all of them would be at least very tight, if not winning. But you're right about Rubio, probably. But Rubio, I think, would be slaughtering her by now. We've got to get to a Spoons episode. Oh, yeah, let's go. We'll do that coming up. Spoons. Food, 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 food. And it's a spectacular one. Captain Crunch. Uh, Orange Orange cream. cream. And we'll also be trying a uh, gold-plated baby as well. And uh, And and a slice of fish. We'll be showing fish. All right. <laughs> all right, we got a couple minutes here to do uh, orange cream Captain Crunch. Now, first of all, Very Jeffy just tried this. one, so I hate him and I want him to, to go away. Even Pat resisted on this. I one, did, which is impressive. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so the idea, quickly here, before we start, what is your impressions of the idea of orange cream Captain Crunch? Is that a weird flavor to you? No, I love it. You think I it's love it. you're a big creamsicle guy? Do you like I that? I love vibe? orange cream. Yeah, I, I love orange cream soda. You know that yes. we get from yes. Stewart's. Yes, or, um, really good. Uh, Stuart's Hanks, is Hanks, Hanks. Hanks. Mm-hmm. Hanks is awesome. Yes, we love awesome. Hanks. We're big fans. Uh, so, without further ado, I got to get to the. Uh, okay, we're pouring half and half in this because it is a cream product, actually. So yes, and it's going to have some extra some cream. Half and half or a whole milk? I might take a little 50 50. Jeffy, All right. that bowl's a little. <laughs> Jeffy, that. How much did you Are eat? Are you kidding me? Did you empty you, you that? You took like the entire. Holy crap. Well, you better pour yeah, yours first because he's going to take the rest of that. Okay, half and half for me. Yeah, we didn't milk yesterday, though, did we? Um, it's subtle. It is. The orange cream flavor is very subtle. I'm not getting a huge orange cream explosion out of it. No. Then I was sort of hoping for that. A flavor like this, they can overdo because it can, mm-hmm. you know, orange cream can be can you can overstate it and make it too powerful. I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the um, the uh, Swedish fish thing yesterday we tried. Yeah, this is like that was overpowering. Um, this one though, like I think actually probably could have gone a little bit more. Mm-hmm. 
But it's Pretty Captain good. Crunch. Captain Crunch is just plain yeah. good. outrageous. But Jeffy, that was the worst looking... I'm glad that wasn't on TV. That was the worst looking bite of food I've ever seen. What do you um, mean? The one thing I will say... I'm not crazy about it, but it's good. You know, the, the thing I, I like about it is... If you buy this and you're thinking, I like Captain Crunch a lot, I'll try a flavor, but I'm not sure about the orange cream, you're going to be okay with this because it's not overpowering. You're getting essentially good quality Captain Crunch mm-hmm. and a little bit of an orange cream flavor, but it's mm-hmm. not overwhelming. Um, the mm-hmm. good thing about it, as you pointed out, Pat, is Captain Crunch is freaking awesome. Yes. Now, he's not a legitimate captain. Um, he points it out right what? here. Look. What? Right in the box. He is, uh, first of all, this just says crunch. I don't even know. I mean, it looks like he got demoted again. Usually, it's, it's, if you see on the, here's the normal button. Uh, this is normal Captain Crunch right here. Mm-hmm. C-A-P-N. He's a captain. Captain. In other words, it's like they yeah. do this with um, with with uh, fake uh, vegetarian meat foods. Like when I buy like chicken patties, it's C-H-I-C-K apostrophe N. Because it's chicken Chicken, right. and this is Captain. So is he only a lieutenant? Yeah, he's just a lieutenant. Is why they? Wow, I don't like this fraud they're trying to perpetrate on us. Oh. That's freaking wrong. Oh, you no. know what else? I love the strawberry one. The strawberry crunch. So good. The Captain Crunch berries? Captain Crunch berries. What I will say is, uh, another fraud, oops, all berries. I'm getting the impression he is not try- even trying to correct that mistake. It's, it's, like, it's like intentional. The 35 very, years. Yeah, I mean, clear it By up. By now. It fix the assembly line. Come on. This is awesome. This is really good. 